Hello everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled and exciting episode of Last Heart Left. Once again, talking about just one video game this time after last episode, I got on a bunch of people. Trick, were you there last time? No, I don't- I haven't been on Last Heart Left in like a hot minute. Yeah, I mean, I don't do these- uh, I, I only do these every once in a hot minute anymore anyways, so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like podcasting, I just don't do it enough. Uh, at least this podcast, I got to, I say, I say as I have a, on hiatus comment writer podcast, I need to start the mail that I'm unemployed again, and a fucking tabletop podcast that I, I don't edit fast enough. So, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, we're not here to talk about those, what we're here to talk about is the fucking metaverse. So, as the world's number one and number two Mark Zuckerberg, I can finish with, <laughs> um, as, I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> as as Oculus Quest 2 owners, <laughs> um, yes. we've been playing Resident Evil 4 VR, which has kind of been something that, uh, honestly, the release of it kind of came out of nowhere for me, Like, which is also saying something because when it got announced, that was kind of the kick I needed to be like, oh, maybe I should upgrade to the Quest 2, because I had the Quest 1, and I liked that thing a lot. Um... But then they're like, oh, we're going to start making stuff that's exclusive for the new headset that's coming. I was like, well, eh, maybe I should jump on that. I like VR enough. Um, and then uh, it just kind of came out, and I uh, I didn't really think I knew it was a thing until you had started playing it on release date. Um, Yeah, I guess, hold on. For me, it was different because... My boss one day just gave me his Oculus Quest 2, so like... <laughs> that is a very expensive random gift. Yeah, because like, he bought it one day and I was setting it up for him at work, and then I just made a joke and like, oh, you didn't get one for me? And then like, he's also very old, so I don't think he knows how to like really work it. So like, a month or two later, he just gave it to me and he was like, here you go, it's a present. I was like, wow, thanks. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, yeah, it is. But, yeah, like, I haven't really done anything with it before RE4 came out because I had injured my wrist and I was, like, planning on buying, like, maybe Super Hot or Beat Saber and all that. But because of my wrist injury, I didn't really want to do anything. So I just kind of let it A lot it of twisting there. with the motion mm -hmm. controls. I can see how that could be a problem. Yeah. And then, like, a few... What was it? It was during the summer or something? Or, like, maybe... Yeah, around the summer, I think, RE4 VR got announced, and I was like, wow, perfect timing. <laughs> like, this is something I wouldn't have cared about, you know, at all. I wasn't going to go out and buy a Quest 2 for it, but hey, I mean, free Oculus, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was curious um, about it, in particular because one of the best VR games I uh, played was my first playthrough of Resident Evil 7. You can find this on my channel still. Uh, my first time going through Resident Evil 7 was a little bit after I'd come out and I had the PlayStation VR, um, and I went through it that way. Uh, and that was a very good f first way to play through that game. I liked it a lot. Um, so I kind of thought I knew what to expect with Resident Evil 4 VR. I didn't realize how much work was going into this thing, though, even compared to Resident Evil 7. Like, Resident Evil 7 very much so feels like a console game that had a VR mode, but this is, like, from a ground-up version of Resident Evil 4 that feels like it was tailor-made for VR in ways that I wasn't expecting. Um, it's pretty wild. Um, 
I guess we should get into our history with Resident Evil 4 a bit. Um, mm-hmm. Probably, I don't know if it's my favorite Resident Evil game, actually. I think I might, like, remake slightly more, slightly more. But, you know, Resident Evil 4, all-time, one of the greatest games. Uh, probably in my top 20 somewhere. I uh, liked it ever since uh, I played it when I was younger. Uh, played through it, you know, probably five or six times in my life. Probably more than that, actually. Um, there used to, there was a stretch there where whenever I had like a free weekend, I'd just load up the Wii version and just like spend my weekend doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, way back in the day, uh, this is a game I, you know, and you, Trek, you've played this game a fair chunk too. I know, oh, like yeah. I remember there would be times we would just be hanging out in Discord or even way back in the Skype days or whatever, and like you'd just be doing a run. Yeah, just be playing Resident Evil Four. Um. Let's see. I bought it when I remember I was in like maybe 15 or 16 in high school. It was also the first M-rated game I've ever bought in my life because I went to GameStop by myself to buy it and I was still a minor and they were like, you need to, you know, where's your like ID? And they, and I was like, what? You, oh, you got to be an adult to buy M-rated games? I didn't know that. <laughs> but yeah, I bought like the used version of um i mean the ps2 version for like 20 dollars used and um i love re4 i mean you know hot take right (laughs) you know one of the best games of all time like the game that was the foundation for modern third-person shooters and ushered in an era of terrible games mm -hmm. yeah pretty good station 3 and 360 yeah Mm -hmm. pretty good (laughs) yeah pretty good but um let's see i think i've bought re4 on almost every like release since then like i bought it on steam i bought it on the ps4 and now i have the vr version my experience with resident evil as like a franchise i haven't played too many of like i haven't really played any of the older ones i liked revelations on the 3ds because i had like that like extension like the circle pad pro Yeah, yeah the circle pad pro so like playing that on or playing revelations with it was like a pretty good experience i still haven't played seven and i did buy and play eight earlier this year it was good but like looking back at it i'm like it's kind of just okay but yeah i love re4 i always usually play it like once a year or so it is a a very good game like it is a very this is gonna sound so fucking stupid resident evil 4 is a very playable game it is the like maybe Mm -hmm. one of the like best like single player games you you, like i mean like we talk about playing in a call when you're just like shooting the shit with a group of friends like throw on a podcast like it is a very good game to do with that i think yeah for sure um and, like, you know, it's segmented out very well into chapters. Like, you can play in 30-minute to, like, 40-minute chunks, depending on how, you know, yeah, like easily you mood, can get through parts. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, how far are you in the VR version? Did you complete it? Um, no, I'm right about to hit the phase with the helicopter and Mike. So I just I understand why fight. you would stop before that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's a chunky part, and we're about to start recording soon, so I stopped playing. Uh, so, I we delayed this podcast for one thing, uh, in part because I said, oh, I want to play more. Um, and then, Trick, you told me, are you sure it's such a good idea to marathon Resident Evil 4 in VR? 
isn't uh, there a chance of you getting sick? Yeah, I usually try to play at most in one hour bursts and then take a break, let my, you know, charge my headset and then maybe go back in or do something else. So yesterday <laughs> I started playing for about one hour. I was, you know, um, and went, oh, crap. I'm starting to feel a little nauseous. <laughs> and that, like, oh, lingering God. feeling persisted for the rest of the day because I think I tried to push myself a little too hard. I was oh, like, fuck, no. I also decided to do NaNoWriMo this year. So I spent most of yesterday actually just writing while kind of feeling a little nauseous. And then I played more today. I played actually for, like, uh, about an hour today, and I was fine. So I got to Chapter 3-2, which is the part where you meet up with Ada, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, right after the Garden Maze. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I, you know, that's uh, maybe not the halfway point. Chapter 4 and 5 are pretty beefy, but, like, right before the halfway point. I kind of consider that part where you play as Ashley, like, about the halfway mark for Nari 4 playthrough, I guess. Yeah, I'd At least say it feel, that's it about feels accurate, that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, I think between the two of us, we have decent enough experience to talk about our uh, thoughts going into this in VR and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, what's your major takeaway so far, playing through in VR? Um... It's interesting because I remember the very first time I played RE4, you know, I'm very bad with, like, the horror genre, like, in general, I hate jump scares, like, things that are, like, atmospherically, like, scary, or, like, stuff like Jinji Ito, you know, like, like, I like the idea of, but, like, actually consuming the media is very hard for me, so, like... Like, for example, the very first time I played RE4, like, when I got to the Regenerators, I literally stopped playing for, like, a year because I was just <laughs> like, nah, I ain't doing this. And then eventually I just, you know, got over it and finished the game. But, like, playing RE4 VR is, like, it almost injects, like, that horror back into the game that I'm so familiar with at this point is, like, super interesting to me. Like... I have, like, so much, you know, knowledge of RE4, like, accrued at this point, like, even though, so, like, even when I'm playing, you know, the VR version, there's a lot of things I'm doing that make the game, like, kind of not scary, but the VR version still finds a way to, like, kind of throw some curveballs at me, and I think that's, like, just super interesting and, like, super fun. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I think that's... It's interesting because that was kind of my main thing too. Is I played and I went, oh fuck, the Ganados are scary again, and I wasn't expecting that. Mm-hmm. Um, especially considering the fact that you have more movement than ever before. Like you can run and gun in this game, this version mm-hmm. of the game, in a way you absolutely cannot in Resident Evil Four. Um, and I have some thoughts about that. I guess we can talk about when we talk about boss fights. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But wow. Uh, I was um, not expecting it to be as terrifying as it is when a old lady with a pitchfork goes in for a stab on you or (laughs) they lunge at you to grab you. Um, To the point where it actually made me... I find that I use the knife less than I probably would if I was just playing this on console, and I've actually had some ammo problems because of it. Um, So this morning I just played through 3-1... Um, and I had, I ran out of handgun ammo, uh, which I remember distinctly happening in the 
first time I played through this game, like, running out of ammo in that section, and that was kind of my wake-up call, like, okay, no, I just need to, like, actually, like, go for the knockdowns and, and knife these people on the ground more. Uh, and it happened to me again here, and I was, I felt nostalgic for, like, oh, damn, this is just, like, when I played this game back in the <laughs> I was a teen. Um, uh, but, man, fuck that chapter. I hate that part where Ashley has to crank the things and run back, and you have to, like, you have to worry about her and also being attacked on the ground. Oh, it's so much. Mm-hmm. Um... So, yeah, that's been interesting. Uh, And also just even, like, um, rejuvenating even the horror. Like, when I play through Resident Evil 4 now and one of the head pops and, like, the axe, like, Plagas would show up or whatever, I'd be like, oh, fuck, okay, I'm going to need to pull out the shotgun or waste a flash grenade on, you know, like that sort Mm -hmm. of thing. And that thing's, like, swinging around in front of your face now, and it's like, okay, no, this thing is scary again, you know? Yeah, this thing has to go, like, right now, I'm just <laughs> yeah. unloading all my bullets into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's been very interesting. Uh, I, I've been having a very good time with it. Um, I wasn't expecting so much of the actual puzzle stuff and, like, the cranks and the handles in the world to actually be stuff that you had to interact with with the controller uh mm-hmm. i think a lot of that you know it's kind of gimmicky but it's a nice touch resident evil 7 vr i don't remember having that sort of like stuff really because you just kind of played it with a controller and you were in vr um no it's been it's been pretty cool um have For you sure. dual wielded at all <laughs> yeah, yeah a little bit um I like how that goes exactly as you th- kind of think it would. Where yeah, it's cool, exactly. It's cool for exactly five seconds, and then you need to reload something. Yeah, like, I need to reload, or I feel like I'm not, like, hitting my marks as, like, I thought I would. So I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, maybe not. Okay, let's just go back to gun and knife. Yeah. It's... What is it? It's really cool, though, because, like... With the VR controls, there's, like, stuff you get to do that you normally wouldn't. Like, it's very, like, funny to be, like, just swinging downward, stabbing at a dude, and then, like, having my handgun, like, shooting at another Ganado that's coming towards me. Which is something, you know, you can't do in console RE4. So, like, it's just funny to, like, multitask and all that. Or even be able to crouch down and shoot at people from vantage points you absolutely would not be able to do from the fixed position you're in in the console game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, doing some of the parts in the castle where you kind of need to weave in and out of pillar uh, pillar cover so that you can have like long distance fights with those crossbow like crossbow using dudes. Um, it, like now you can just kind of lean. From yeah, just the pillar. lean your hand out and just like bang bang. Yeah, and and, and the AI don't the AI is like, oh fuck, I can't get them. <laughs> you probably actually could, but it's very interesting. Um, grenades are really fun. I uh, I I had a hard time with the cabin sequence because I forgot that incendiary grenades were like they didn't like beep and explode. They actually just explode on impact. Yep. <laughs> And I set myself on fire, and Lewis yelled at me. It was a bad time, but I made it out. I made it out. That's, like, the other thing. I know I talked about this with you, like, obviously not in recording, but, like, how in console RE4, like, grenades are, like, kind of, like, a good emergency button because, like, you can immediately just aim it at the ground and throw it, while in VR you have to, like, take it off your chest, pull the pin, and then throw it. So, like, that extra second you have to do to like get it out like kind of makes some situations harder like um on the island 
like I was playing earlier, like right after you free Ashley from that prison, there's like a bunch of enemies waiting outside. And like, I was trying to be a little bit conservative with my ammo. And then I ended up getting like cornered all the way to the door. And I was basically getting like almost like, um, chain locked, getting hit over and over because I couldn't pull my grenade. So I was like, okay, F it. And I just took out my striker and just started shooting. (laughs) And I was like, well, that's, a bunch of healing items down the drain because I just wanted to throw one flash grenade on the ground. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, God, the shotguns feel really good. I just got the uh, I just got the striker myself. Nice. Um, I find I don't know if you've had this too. I find that sometimes the shotgun reload it doesn't like the the shells don't want to go in. I don't know what it is. I know it's... you had some issues with the rifle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess the port isn't like 100% perfect like I've I know what you're talking about with the shotgun like because with like the red nine the TMP and the rifle are pretty like accurate in terms of like I guess the animation locking in for reloading but then like with the shotgun I've had a little bit hard time like just putting it into that hole and with the rifle especially because you have to like put the controllers up to your face but like and I think I kind of have a better handle on it than the last time I, like, talked about it with you. But, like, it's still, like, a little bit finicky because sometimes it just won't, like, enter the zoom-in mode. Interesting. Is... Yeah. I wonder if it's, like, a... I wonder if, like, it depends on your height. Like, because I haven't had any issues with the rifle at all, really. Mm-hmm. Um, But, I, yeah, I really wonder if that's something to do with, like, height or, like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, or like even like arm length or so like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, true. That's it's, it's weird because like, I usually use the rifle a lot in console re for in a, and what is it in the VR game? You know, like at some points I've just used it like a pistol because like, I just couldn't be bothered to aim at that point. <laughs> I had like excess rifle ammo. So I'm like, whatever, bang. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it is, yeah, It it's very interesting handling these weapons in VR. Like, um, I am, I am a known TMP hater. Boo. Disloyal, disloyal to the TMP. I'm using it for this run. I'm using it for this run. Um, most of the time I use it for, like, the, like, up to the village chief fight. And then I get rid of it. You just yoink it. It's more attache case space. Uh, this time I'm using it. I have the stock and everything on it. It's wild how the game simulates the recoil. And, yeah. like, your gun is, like, kicking up, but your arms in real life are just staying and play. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. It takes some getting used to. Um, yeah, using the TMP in VR, especially before the, you get the stock, it's like, oh my god, like, it's almost yeah. unusable. It's literally, like, you have to use it like a pistol, just fire it once, and then just hope it doesn't, like, immediately start recoiling. Yeah. It's, uh, it's something. But uh, other than that, I think the weapons mostly feel really good. Like I said, the shotgun feels great. Like, actually having to, like, pump it after every shot, it just, oh, it, I love that shit. Very immersive. Like, using the broken butterfly is so sick because when you reload it, you have to, like, snap it back into place. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I know, right? It's so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, 
the bosses I, I think my my only real disappointment i've had with this game is kind of the bosses because they do look freaky in vr but i feel like each of those so i think the parts of resident evil 4 that cuz resident evil 4 is very much a game that's about crowd control and weaving in and out of crowds uh using your tools effectively so that you can knock people down uh pick off people that are problems and and you know kind of identifying which targets in the crowd you need to take out first before they become a problem for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, using grenades, everyone everyone gets bunched up or trying to make a break so you can run back and kind of kite people down corridors or whatever. And I feel all that in VR works great. Like, having a great time, it all translates well. Um, when you're just running circles around the bosses, though, and they just can't do shit, it yeah. feels a little... It's like, like, I did the village boss fight, um... And he hit me, like, once, and I was like, oh, God. But then, like, you know, I grabbed my herb and healed up, and I just kept backing up and shotgunning him and just kind of jumping between the platforms. And I was like, wow, he can't really do much. Uh, and I fought the the Garador earlier today, and that was a joke. I mean, yeah. he, char- he charges at you, and it's just, I'm going to, like, walk a few steps to the left, and now he's stuck in the wall and just mm-hmm. unload on him. It was... That part's been a little disappointing. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate they can't, like, fix that part because I know there's, so, for people who don't know, there's two different, like, movement modes you can pick from. One's just straight up, like, you're playing, like, a normal FPS, you have complete free movement, and the other one's, like, t- like similar to, like, how RE4, like, normally controls, but just adapted to VR, right? I don't know too much about the second mode, but I believe that's accurate, right, Rosin? I believe so. I, I I haven't been playing with it, and the only article I found where someone did said that it just f- objectively feels worse to, like... Like, it just doesn't feel good in VR. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as much as I like that Resident Evil 4 is the Resident Evil game that makes you kind of stand still when you're shooting and stuff, apparently in VR it just feels really silly. Like, mm-hmm. you just feel locked up and it doesn't translate well. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I remember the other day you said you were excited to fight, like, the El Gigante, and I didn't say anything, or, I mean, I tried to, yeah. like, hide my disappointment, because I was like, I can't let him know, like, how easy <laughs> that fight is, because you have free movement. It was it was a joke, like, I took yeah. him out in, like, less than a minute. I was surprised, and I was yeah. like, and, you know, I was like, you know, it's been a few years since I probably played RE4 last, I don't think I've... Like, I don't think, I think the last time I played Resident Evil 4 was that PlayStation 3 port, actually. So it's, mm-hmm. it's been a while. Um, and, uh, you know, I was like, maybe that fight was just easier than I remember it being. <laughs> uh, and then I got to the village chief, who's, and I always forget that dude's name. Yeah, I don't um, remember either. <laughs> yeah. Uh, eyeball guy is all I remember. <laughs> but, um... I got to that fight, and I always remember, like, that's always, like, that's, like, the big first boss of Resident Evil 4 to me, and I was like, oh, I think it's actually just this port, <laughs> like, this is really easy, and then I got to the Garador today, and I was like, okay, <laughs> like, there's... Yeah, like, there's a pattern here. The, um, Leon, Leon's moving fast in this version, mm-hmm. and the bosses can't keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even I actually... need to use the bells! Oh. <laughs> yeah, that... Yeah, what's the Garador's? Um, the ones where you fight two was actually like I don't know why. Oh, it's probably because again I'm having like slight rifle problems, so like that corridor with the two of them were a lot harder than I usually had. Yeah, like 
because yeah normally you know you shoot the bells and whatever and you're done with it but um the village chief i don't know why i had a little bit more trouble with him in the vr version maybe it's because it's been like a hot minute since i played the console version like i just didn't have like a good strategy in my head for like how i should like play it out Mm -hmm. so like i ended up getting hit way more than i thought i did or i mean way more than usual and like up to that point i was barely getting hit at all so the fact that like the screen flashes white sometimes when you get hit like really confused me because i was like he doesn't have flashbangs like what's, what's <laughs> happening here and then i look at my health and i'm like oh i'm almost dead he's hitting me oops <laughs> but um let's see i've since i've played up to the krauser fight i mean do you want me to talk about it like oh absolutely okay go okay. for it i don't care <laughs> okay so what's that thing you fight before like you're in that weird cargo thing bef and it has like the little like tail that like it's not a tail verdugo it is it verdugo the not the alien predator thing but like oh, okay Never it's mind. in the island like it has like pincers that grows out of its back. You have to like run through that like cargo freight thing in the middle of the air, and you have to like uh, shoot RE4 the... cargo boss. Is that U three? Yeah, yeah, U three. That section is interesting because it's done slightly differently. Because if I remember correctly, throughout that cargo section, you had to normally like hit a bunch of QTEs, like, at random points because... to, like, dodge its attacks because it, like, climbs up onto the sea... or the rafters, right? Yeah. And in this version, there's no QTEs anymore. You just have to dodge, like, normally. Which isn't hard because oh. it's still, like, in set places, sort of, but, like, it's definitely scary. And, like, I don't know if I had the AI bug out on me or not at some point because, like, I would shoot it with my rifle or whatever and it would jump to the rafters but it was still in my line of sight so i shot it again and then it came back down and started attacking me and i was like that's not supposed to happen i don't think <laughs> but um i also just don't remember it being like on the ground level chasing after you as much like in the console version so that made for like a much tenser experience than i was expecting during that and then after you know once you fight it for real it's like a joke because you know i had the broken butterfly and i was just yeah blasting it but you know what i forgot about you know what i always forget about when i play resident evil 4 hmm? that part that lasts like a minute in the when you get in the castle where you just run through the sewers and there's invisible alien things everywhere mm -hmm. what a weird thing to put in that part of the game honestly that part's very memorable for me because i that was like also one of my like when i was playing it for the first time like the scary moment i was like oh i don't like this they're all invisible bugs see that's always the part where i'm like i'm not wasting ammo on this and i just run to the objective and try to run you know mm. i never shoot those things i always just like fuck this and run past i uh, i usually like killing them especially because like I just want to see if, like, the eyes drop for, like, the butterfly lantern-like thing. Yeah. Because it, it's always, like, interesting to see. Because I've had, like, a playthrough where, like, I literally didn't get a second. I think it's the blue eye that's the rarest one. So I couldn't finish a lantern in one playthrough. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. But I also find that section really interesting. Because I feel like the bugs in the sewer are way stronger than the ones that you fight at any other point in the game. Like, the first I, time you fight them in the sewer, I feel like it takes way more bullets to kill than, like, 
once you reach like the later half of the castle. Yeah, it it's weird. It's also like Resident Evil cuz like the dynamic difficulty thing in Resident Evil 4, like I I've always wondered how much that plays into it too. Mm-hmm. I used to know more of the specifics of that, but I know for a fact that this playthrough, I was very, I was happy but also pissed off when I got to the Hall of Worship and I saw that the crossbowmen were there and I'm like, well, okay, the game thinks I'm good, but also, fuck, the game thinks I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have enough ammo for this. Uh, I I think my, yeah, my internal, like, dynamic difficulty is probably set at, like, the highest because I've only died twice this entire playthrough, like... One was, like, at the start of the castle when, um, you know, those guys with the catapults or trebuchets or whatever are, like, firing. And, like, I didn't realize that um, Ashley would die in one hit if she got hit by those. And I was like, oops. Yeah, I I had, um, I had, I have four continues on my file. Um, three of which come from that part where... Um, it's actually not that long after the village chief where, like, that car comes down to you from the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, I kept, like, I don't know what it was with, like, how I was positioning myself in VR, but because a bunch of Ganados then, like, this is right before you get to the castle, a bunch of Ganados spawn behind, mm-hmm. and then, like, because I told Ashley to wait, and then I'm like, oh, wait, no, fuck, you can't do that. And, like, I kept, like, either, like, fucking that part up or whatever but like she kept dying and like i didn't have any healing it was a problem um so So, and i didn't want to read i didn't want to reload my save so i kept mm -hmm. continuing but um, so there's actually a fun fact about that specific map is like after you shoot the truck down if you turn around like facing the door you just like came in from and then just start walking backwards the ganado never spawn Really? Yes. Oh, uh, you know, okay, that's actually something I want to talk about though. Um because like I'm sure you had the same thing I did where this is the most immersed I've felt in the world of Resident Evil 4 and it's like right, how could definitely. you not? Yep. Um it is making me realize how many times that this game just spawns in enemies around the corner from where you were. Yeah. Like, specifically, the one that gets me is I always had assumed, going through the garden maze part, like, oh, this maze is so vast and expansive, I'm just clearly missing the parts where these dogs come in, and then they're chasing me down. And then I started to realize, no, they're spawning in more dogs after, like... You yeah, once you reach yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. specific location. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I have absolutely cleared out this maze. Like, I, I can... Like, if I stand over here, I can see the whole maze. It's not really that big. Um, they're just spawning in more dogs. Um, and, but yeah, there, there's, there's a few moments like that, too, where it's just like, oh, no, they're just, like, more guys come in from, from places off camera. And you can you can kind of feel that more because you have more of a, that sense of spatial awareness, which is interesting. Yeah. What is it? There were a few moments, I think, the VR version, like, mildly changes like spawn locations i feel like because you know the one room in the castle where it's like a treasure chest is in the middle and then like there's like the rocket launcher dudes yeah yeah. so like all the times i've played it on console i don't remember like the dudes coming out of the painting so early to fire rocket launchers at you like i don't know if i'm misremembering but i legit don't remember like that happening in console so i was like kind of taken off guard when like that they spawned. seemed that seemed familiar to me but i could be wrong 
like I could be wrong too like I just you know again don't remember so I was like panicking running around in circles like are they gonna spawn in again like I don't know I don't remember (laughs) this happening because like I remember once you enter like that short hallway and hit the switch then there's like two guys with the rocket launchers like by the chest that I remember but like yeah the other stuff I was like oh I don't know about this like what so like Again, maybe I'm misremembering, but, like, if they did actually change stuff, like, little stuff like that, I think that's pretty neat. God, that moment where you go back down to the, uh, where you come in from the second floor, I think it's in that chapter, um, you're on the second floor, and you, you circle back around to the Great Hall, and there's just that group of Ganados that all drop the, like, good treasure and shit. Uh, throwing a grenade into that group in this version feels so good. <laughs> it's I actually had to reset a couple of times because, like, again, I'm not. I feel like I'm not very good at throwing grenades, like, and having them land where I want to. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah, it took me a couple of tries for me to like get a good number of them for the all the spinals. Oh, uh, I never, I never bother getting all of them. I just want to get that that big red dude. The big red dude, yeah, fair. Yeah, for the the good one mm-hmm. um yeah that's uh ah what a treat the other thing i noticed is like i i would have to play the console version again but like if you i'm sure you've noticed this when you upgrade weapons there's no reload speed one anymore because yeah. you know, you're controlling that yeah so, i thought about that because mm-hmm. i was because i swear when i play it on console i can't I don't remember if I'm always able to upgrade all my weapons by the end of the game or not, like, to all the way. I'm pretty sure I usually leave, like, maybe the Broken Butterfly, because I don't use it as yeah. much. But in this version, I think I've upgraded almost everything. Like, all I have left to upgrade are, like, the last, like, the exclusive striker upgrade and one more capacity, or ammo capacity upgrade. And, like, I still have a lot of money left over, and I'm like... They, I don't think they balance the amount of money you get or like how much <laughs> upgrades cost, but I think it works out because again, like, what is it? When you're playing this VR for the first time, you're probably gonna have a little bit of trouble with like some stuff. So maybe that like kind of balances out. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely interesting. Uh. Hearing the rev of the chainsaw get closer to you in VR is just as terrifying as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you fought the Chainsaw Sisters, but that was a hoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I always... I actually go through both doors just oh, yeah. for all the treasure. Yeah. <laughs> but, I, like... I usually just go for the Chainsaw Ladies, mm-hmm. but... Watching Ashley jump into the dumpster is kind of funny in VR, actually. <laughs> the other thing about... I guess that's one thing we should talk about is Ashley is like her AI is a just slightly I wouldn't say wonkier but like something that Ashley always does you know is if you're pointing the gun like in her general direction she'll duck yeah but the problem is is because since you have way more free movement now and because you can always have your gun out yeah she ducks way more and I'm like Ashley no get your ass up I need you to run over here 
Yeah, I've had so many problems with that too, where like especially like during those castle segments where like mm-hmm. a group of guys will just be running and I'm running and she's like behind me and then I'll go back to look and it's like, Oh whoops, Help my laser sight well, well like yeah, like my laser sight will go and she's thinking she needs to crouch down so I can shoot and it's like, No, mm-hmm. I don't need you to do that right now. I need you to keep running. Yeah. Uh, ignore the fact that I have my gun just like kinda idly here. Um and then like she gets surrounded and it's never a good time and yeah. yeah. But I I feel like I don't know. I I feel like um at least it's easier in this version, I think, to hit Eda Ganado that's grabbed her without accidentally hitting her at the very yeah. least. Um, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um I felt like I had more trouble hitting Shield Dude's feet in this version of the game, weirdly enough, than I did in mm-hmm. console versions. I don't know why. Um I mean, that being said, it's also a lot easier in this version to just, you know, strafe around. But mm-hmm. um, that was that was weird to me. Um, I think it's because they're the guarding, like the 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 defensive hitbox or whatever of the shield um, actually extends more out from the model of the like wooden shield itself than uh, whatever. That makes and sense. and I think like I don't I think that's something you wouldn't notice playing the game like just on a screen. But when mm-hmm. you're doing it in VR, like I was like I'm clearly hitting this dude's feet. I feel like and like it's getting deflected. <laughs> it's very annoying. <laughs> um. I usually just blast them with a shotgun or, like, just attempt to, like, guess where their head is with the rifle. (laughs) Yeah. But I think I know what you're talking about, though, because when I, like, shoot them with the shotgun, sometimes I see, like, the pellet stop, like, outside of the shield, and I'm like, hold on. That doesn't look right. You know what, honestly, the scariest part of this game is to me, and it makes me feel like a jackass every single time... What? Is knifing a crate and the fucking snake is there. It, like, freaks me out every <laughs> single time. And I'm like... Like, even... There is a box I opened knowing, oh, yeah, this is the snake box. And it still scared me. I felt like yeah, an idiot. That happened to me once, like, once or twice. Because I was like, I played this game so many times. I know where every single snake is. <laughs> and then another one got me near the end of the castle. Like, when you're right about before your vote to go to the island. I was like, God damn it. The good part is in my panic, I flail my knife fast enough that I've, I've, I've yet to be bitten by one. Um, but like, just like breaking the crate and just hearing the hiss. I'm just like, that. Nah. <laughs> nope, nope. um, I guess one thing we talk about, speaking of the knife, uh, I think you and I both wish that the knife was like, I, one, I wish I could throw the knife and have it land in things Two, mm-hmm. Uh, that that's also a lot to ask, and that would completely break apart the balance in what Resident Evil Four lets you do. So I, yeah. I'm not surprised they don't let you do that. But also, like, you can't stab with the knife; you have to slash, and that can feel a little weird sometimes because it, like, I've had times or whatever where I've drawn it like back or like moved my arm in a way where I felt like a, a slash should register, and it doesn't. Like, you gotta like very much so like be like deliberate yeah, make with clear it. swings with it. Yeah, or I, I, th- I you think and I both did the thing too. We yep. talked about where as the first time we shot a Ganado, kicked them, and then did the knife, we did the same exact movement Leon does in the game. Yep, exactly, <laughs> one-to-one. And I just went sideways swings, and I'm like, I don't have to do this. I'm not <laughs> locked to doing this. What's wrong with me? Same, but it feels right. It mm-hmm. just feels right. Uh... Um, What was I about to say? With Regarding the knife, it's... I think the closest thing that you can do to, like, cheesing it is, like, I think even if you make just a sharp, quick movement, it'll register a slash. So, like, you don't have to, like, make full swings with it, is what I've noticed. 
because like when I'm trying to like break open a box, I just like kind of basically like whip my right wrist, and yeah. like that's usually enough to like break something. Yeah. Uh, are you when you're just out and about in a fight? Are, do you have knife one hand and pistol in the other? Um, usually I do, unless if there is, like, a lot of enemies, then I'll usually just have my right hand free to, like, load up on am or to, like, reload or something. Interesting. I, I feel like I should be doing that more, because there have been times I've done that. Uh, what I have been doing a lot, actually, is I'm finding myself, uh, actually using my left, like, you know, like an actual fucking gun like using my left hand to study my shots mm. um like when aiming with my right hand and then pulling out the knife the only problem i've had with that um i've stopped playing this game with headphones which i wish i could just so like you know i you know i don't want sound leaking through. you know I, I prefer to play stuff with headphones when i can just you know to be nice to the people i live with or whatever um mm. i've stopped because um there were too many times I reached over for my knife or a grenade or something and, like, m- violently felt like my headphones being ripped off of my ears because oh, the cable it got, got in like, the way. Yeah. Um, and the, after, like, three times of that happening, I'm like, fuck this, and I just <laughs> took them out. Um, I'm I guess sorry, I, family members. <laughs> yes. I mean, the game's not too loud, and I have my yeah. door closed, so whatever. It's fine. It's just if I'm playing it, like after midnight or something it would just be kind of nice um but it just like after like the third time of feeling my ear my ears wanting to be you know ripped from my face because my headphones were being dragged by my hand as i scrambled for my knife um i guess one thing we should we should bring out bring up though is uh apparently the still unresolved issue um Uh, of women uh, playing this game yes so or like anybody with a big chest i guess yes um the game does not account for the fact that people have boobs, uh, and the chest inventory is apparently a problem for many people because mm-hmm. they just can't grab stuff, mm-hmm. um, which because, sucks. Yeah, if for those of you don't that don't know, like your knife and if you're playing sitting down, the knife and chest, I mean grenade is like right below you, like where your chest is, and I think if you're playing standing up, your gun is also like on your chest area as well, right? If you're playing standing up, your your gun is actually kind of it's like lower. Or, it's it's oh, like is it lower by your right. Waist more? Yeah, it's it's more like okay. by your. It's so how it goes is that your ammo is on your left hip, mm-hmm. handgun is on your right hip, uh, upper left like over upper left over your shoulder is your consumable items. Upper right over your shoulder is any two handed weapon you have equipped. Mm-hmm. And sitting so like down, this rifle. is similar. And I'm left-handed, so some of that is just mirrored. Like, for example, I would grab a... Uh, when you're sitting down, there's, like, this weird, like, kind of white circle that represents, like, your gun. And then to to my right would be, like, an ammo indicator, and I just grab that to reload. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, um, this is less immersive, and I don't recommend it because I feel like it kind of spoils part of the fun. Um, but I guess some people have just had to do this because they found the chest inventory so fucking unreliable, which sucks. Um, you can just do, like, a straight-up weapon wheel mode, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's a um, weapon wheel. So, it's good that they at least have that option in, but I hope that they patch it to at least give you, like, some sort of modification or slider so that people can, like, adjust oh, yeah, you that can, stuff like, yeah, more. adjust it, yeah. Because I feel like playing this with, like, playing this with, like, having all of your stuff on your body that's equipped is actually, like a lot of the fun for me yeah it's pretty like cool like i guess it does make it you know more immersive so 
using herbs and chicken eggs and stuff took me a little while to figure out that I have to, like, grab it and then hold, like, A or whatever, and that little circle comes up, and then it heals you. Um... I played for a while thinking that only the first aid spray could be used in VR and you had to do everything else in the inventory. And I was like, this is a bummer. But then I figured out like, oh no, I just pull out the, I pull out the weed leaf and then I, just I just hold squeeze down. It. Yeah. You just squeeze it or hold down whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> it heals. So, yeah. That's the only thing that I actually don't pl- do is like heal. Like I always go to the inventory screen to heal. Cause and I wasn't doing that at the start, but I don't know like what changed. But I just decided, nah. I'm if I'm already getting hit, you know, I'm gonna yeah. take more hits if I'm gonna try to heal like immersively. So I'm just gonna stop. See, I like having to scramble and run away while like pulling shit out. I lo- I love for that stuff. I've been having a good time with that. I imagine, yeah, it would be pretty fun because like I'm already having like plenty of fun. Just like you know just playing uh this vr version because i play like the console version so like meticulously like i'm only ever doing headshots or hitting them in the knees kick like knife like i try to use as little ammo as possible but in the vr version like i'm like i enter these moments of panic where i'm literally just like shooting non-stop almost yeah i've I've had that too like when there's a crowd rushing at you like i'm just like okay fine i just need to get these people off me in a way Mm -hmm. that i i haven't felt in the console releases in a while yeah yeah exactly like i'm not like thinking about like oh i need to go run over there and i'm like no 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 no. get away from me dude yeah (laughs) Yeah, just stay the hell away from me (laughs) um it's been like it's been so interesting um I guess just thinking about it, like, how Resident Evil has, like, transformed as a series for me and where it fits in my life, or I guess, like, just my vision of, like, video games as, like, a, a whole medium. Like, you know, the the originals, like, kind of pioneered the whole survival horror thing and, like, the cinematic camera angles and tank controls and, you know, all that or whatever, the pre-rendered backgrounds and, and kind of mastered that form of horror. Resident Evil 4 came and basically invented or redefined what third-person shooters are or should be and how, like, they control and feel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the series became kind of known for, like, co-op for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, With 5 to, and 6, yeah. Yeah, to, and even, like, revelations and stuff oh yeah I feel. one and two yeah, yeah yeah um and like that was kind of hit or miss uh mostly miss in my opinion <laughs> um <laughs> trick what are we getting back to resident evil 5 uh, uh well i think you know the answer to that <laughs> trick and i <laughs> ever since we've been friends we're like yeah let's play resident evil 5 and we've started and stopped so many times <laughs> um ah uh, what a hoot um, chris's adventure will never be finished never Never. We always get, I feel like we always get to the same point where, like, oh, this game isn't as fun as we remembered it being. Yeah, <laughs> mm. Um, no, but, uh, oh, no, what I, what I was saying, though, and then, like, now, like, Resident Evil, to me, like, it, it's kind of, like, in this new era with, like, 2 Remake, 3 Remake, and, like, 7, like, ever since, like, 7 or whatever, where it's, like, it it's kind of, like, gone back to, like, okay, we need to, like, make these, like, feel that tension and kind of, like, horror again. Um, and, like, VR has kind of become a weird part of that, too. Uh, and, like, in my head now, Resident Evil is just, like, this thing that, strangely enough, has become, like, very... Like, it's always reinventing itself to me in my head, and I hope this is not the last Resident Evil VR game that we get, because I could go for a third and beyond, uh, honestly. Like, this is mm-hmm, a good time. Sure. Like... 
I guess, well, I mean, RE8 would probably be PlayStation exclusive, maybe, but if it wasn't, you know, that would be nice. Like, I, would, I, I wouldn't... That's such a bummer. That, honestly, that's been the, the big thorn in the side for why I don't think Resident Evil is actually going to be considered a big VR franchise. It's... Both of them are locked up in exclusivity bullshit. Like, yeah. I think... I, can you can you play 7 on Steam in VR? I don't think you can. I... Uh, probably not because I'm assuming the VR version is exclusive to the PlayStation 4. So yeah, unless I... if, and I doubt anybody's like jury rigged it to like make it work with any other like VR console. So uh, I found a Reddit thread from like a year ago. Apparently, like people have like got it working, but it's oh, not. It's impressive. not like it's not like the like it's not like the PSVR version. It's like mm. a jury rigged like mm. fan made thing. Yeah, that's such a bummer. And I mean, this is only on the Quest 2, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember talking about this with you before, but like... That's kind of bullshit because people got it working on the Quest 1, right? Yep, exactly. (laughs) Which is like, mmm, you guys, Mark Zuckerberg, mm." (laughs) Yeah. Why you gotta be like that? Yeah, that really sucks. They should... The thing... So, like, this is the thing that constantly frustrates me with VR because, like... I've played a lot, like, honestly, some of my most memorable and exciting times I've had playing games the past few years have been in VR now. Like, I actually really like playing games this way, and especially, like, remakes of classics and shit. Like, Resident Evil 4 VR has got me feeling a a sense of glee and joy I haven't felt, like, this particular itch, like, get scratched since I played that Zone of the Enders second runner VR remake for uh, PSVR. Uh, And at least that's on PC, too. Um... Like, there's something so exciting about revisiting these, like, really great PS2-era games and just, like, mm-hmm. getting to re-experience them from such a completely different, fresh perspective. That that just is great. It's wonderful. I hope more PS2 games get remade in VR. Remake Kingdom Hearts <laughs> 1 and 2 uh, in VR count. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> if you want to vomit, like, <laughs> yeah. have your head explode. <laughs> all of those, all of those uh, wonderful platforming parts of KH1 in VR, it'd be amazing, yeah. No, Um... Like, imagine gliding around at super speed and just, like, spinning around like Sonic <laughs> with Sora in Kingdom Hearts 2 in first person. Yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be ridiculous. <laughs> um, but no, like, I really love, I really like VR games. I think they're a great time, and I, I think that some of the most interesting stuff happening in video games, like, that's, like, fresh and new is happening kind of, like, in VR, just because it's such a new playground to experimenting but it keeps getting locked down in this bullshit where it's like oh you need the fucking glup shit ovr 500 if you want to play this game and it's like yeah y'all can't keep making this shit exclusive like the market's not big enough yeah uh, the mar- like even if you combine like every single vr console like it barely holds a candle to like any of the major <laughs> three you know it's probably like one what one one hundredths of like the player base you know like like i really of- wish these vr companies would kind of pull a microsoft and just be like let's get the technology out there and convince the average person that this is worth spending a shit ton more because like also too like we like vr headsets not easy to get most people who buy mm-hmm. like a console or an expensive computer then don't also want to spend hundreds upon hundreds of dollars on a new fucking headset right. thing to play some games because let's be honest the library isn't super big yeah. full of like amazing games yet even either um like it's a hard sell but Mm -hmm. like you can make that sell so much easier if you just made sure that everything was available pretty much everywhere it's uh, right like and uh people just don't want to do it it's stupid yeah it's unfortunate like they like though these vr companies can't like consolidate their efforts like that because like 
you know, if I didn't get this Oculus Quest 2 for free, I literally, I would probably never buy a VR headset in my life. Like, because yeah. even looking at some of the good games on there now, like maybe Super Hot or like Alt Deuce, like, or Beat Saber, like, and then RE4 VR, that's only like, what, four games I'm interested yeah. in, and that's not going to move a console for like most people either. I think... And like, like I, I played that. Like, there's that like Darth Vader, like Star Wars thing, and I played mm-hmm. that. Like, and like those things are short as fuck. Like, there's not like a lot of like meaty like game length games. Like, even mm-hmm. like the a lot of the stuff that is like good, it's like it's you go it like it feels like an amusement park ride, and then you're done, and it's like, well, yeah, that's I'm what glad I, I spent my money on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm not paying like what fifteen dollars for Fruit Ninja, like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I know that there's, like, that, what, GTA San Andreas, like, VR version that's in the works right now, and it's, like, if, I mean, hey, if that gets more people into VR and maybe more money, like, enters, you know, those companies' pockets, maybe they'll port better games and all that. Like, I'm not interested in, like, San Andreas, like, playing that in VR, like, I don't really care for GTA, but, like... I'm kind of at a point in my life where I don't care about GTA. That being said, San Andreas was, like, the one back in the day I liked the most, and I'm, like, kind of, like... Maybe I should pick it up, but also, like, eh, I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see if it's, like, a good port or not, like, yeah. RE4 is. There, like, there's, there, there are many other PS2 games I wish got the, mm-hmm. got the, uh, VR remake treatment before, uh, before fucking, um, San, San Andreas. Andreas, though. It's, I do think it's funny, though, because, like, I think, is RE4, like, the, well, I guess Zone of the Enders, right, but... Or is Zone of the Enders like its own VR separate thing, or is it like a? Similar... No, it's it's a mode. It's like Resident Evil Seven. It's it's an optional mode in the remake of the uh, game. Okay, because like there aren't that many like console to VR games, is there? Like in general, right? Like it would be RE Seven, Zone of the Enders, RE Four. Yeah, I mean, there's like a few. I guess like um, ah, oh, what the fuck's the name of that game? Res. There's Res. Mm, uh, that's okay. a, that, that, that was a big one, too, that people love. You know, another mm-hmm. classic PS2 game that mm-hmm. got <laughs> remade into VR. Because, um, like, man, having RE4 is, like, I feel like that sets the bar really high because it's, like, a mostly good port of yeah. the game to begin with. And it's also, you know, RE4, so... Yeah, for sure. Um, Man... Because I know that they want to do, like, a VR headset for PS5 at some point. At least they've kind of hinted at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of want to see what a Shadow of the Colossus VR would be like. Ooh. I don't know if you could do that. I don't know if you could pull that I off. Don't... Huh. I I haven't actually played Shadow of the Colossus, but, like, I think... It... There's a lot of kinetic player movement in that game that I think yeah, would make it hard. That... Yeah, that and, like, what is it? There's just some that are, like, just or Colossuses that are just, like, constantly mobile, right? Like, there's one that flies in the air, and that yeah. would probably be, like, miserable to, like, experience. Oh, uh, you know, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you're probably going to get motion sick. That's true. Mm-hmm. It would be cool. I think it would. they would have to, like, almost, like... How do I describe it? Like, amusement park, like, attractionize, like, every single yeah. Colossus in order to make it work. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Um... 
Yeah, no, but uh, do you got any closing thoughts, I guess, on Resident Evil 4 VR? Uh, I'm having a great time with it so far. It's one of the best games I've played this year. I mean, it's, it's Resident Evil 4, of course it's yeah. going to be. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm really enjoying, uh, like, it feels like I'm playing Resident Evil 4 for the first time again, which I, you know, what a miraculous experience to be able to be able to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, like, it's actually kind of incredible when you think about how, like, it is almost like playing it for the first time again like most games out there you know can't replicate that feeling like because you know there's so many games i'd like to play for the first time again like dark souls or like new vegas or what have you so like experiencing one of my favorite games um almost for the first time again or with such like a new fresh way to play it is like super cool and i wasn't expecting like to have this much fun with it you know, I was just like, yeah. oh, VRRE4, you know, that ought to be fun. And it's a lot more fun than I expected, which is cool. It's unfortunate that they don't have any of the extra modes in this, but what can you yeah, do? Yeah, that is a bummer. Like, I don't care so much about the ADA stuff. I know some people like um, I like separate, separate ways. ways. Yeah. Like, I think even just being able to play a little bit more RE4, like, of the campaign yeah. via separate ways would be a little, you know, fun. Yeah, I, I'm kind of take it or leave it on separate ways. Like, I'll play it every now and again, but it's not, like, super, like, necessary for me. But I do really miss Mercenaries. Mercenaries is always a good time in RE4. Yeah, even, I like even though RE4. A, you know, it's a, it's. I know some people don't like RE4 Mercenaries because, like, the ones later are more in-depth, but I've always liked RE4 Mercenaries. I, I think I prefer, like almost the simplicity of RE4 Mercenaries because, like, I've played Revelations Mercenaries and RE8 Mercenaries, and I don't like either of them for different reasons. It's because for, like, Revelations, it feels like a pseudo-RPG mode because there's, like... It's, like, there's, like, a bit of a numbers game when you, like, hit enemies, like, an RPG. And, like... um, And there's also co-op, which is for um, Revelations uh, Mercenaries, which is neat, but then I just feel like... Like, at the higher difficulties, it just turned into, like, an HP sponge fest, which isn't very fun. And I really don't like RE8 Mercenaries, because if you want to, like, get high ranks, you have to play it in a very specific and meticulous way that I think is extremely not fun. Yeah, I can see that. Because, like, in RE8 Mercenaries, you have to, like, if you want to get, like, the triple S rank or whatever, you have to maintain your combo as you, you know, like, run through the maps, and, like, you have to play it in an almost unintuitive way where, like, you know, you kill a couple enemies, but you leave some alive as you're, like, picking up extra time or, like, power-ups because you need to, like, maintain your combo for later. And, like, what is it? Every... Because it's, like, split into two difficulties. One's, like, beginner and one's, like, madhouse or whatever. And, like, for beginner, like, the only the optimal way to play is you have a you your pistol and you buy it i think it's a rifle and that's all you need <laughs> so like all you're doing is like you know rifle pistol rifle pistol leave enemy alive as you run back and kill and it's like this isn't fun and like especially with the later levels like that are super long and you have to maintain like a 60 or 70 like combo chain is like no that's yeah. yeah that's not fun but like with re4 i think there's i mean you still have to maintain a combo but it's not like you don't have to maintain like a 
super high combo to get like the highest rank yeah you don't feel like you have to go out of your way you just mm-hmm. need to play well which yeah you need to yeah. play well and like with between all five characters you can play as like they all have like their own different ways like you know with honk you throw like a flash grenade and then you just like start snapping everyone's necks yeah for like a 10 ch- combo chain or like with krauser you know you get your super arm and you just like mow down like a row of enemies which is really fun so like yeah unfortunate that like there's no mercenaries mode i would consider buying it like as a dlc pack if it was cheap but yeah honestly if they if they put all the extra modes and stuff as like a dlc thing Mm -hmm. like later on i would probably get it I feel like they're gonna overcharge for it though, because oh, like, for absolutely yeah. they would. Like that's definitely like, a twenty bucks, sir. <laughs> actually, I would be okay with twenty bucks if it was thirty. I'd be pretty upset. Oh yeah, that because yeah, like yeah, RE four VR is forty dollars, which is hey, I got my money's worth because I'm having a blast. But like, yeah, anything higher than twenty for like all those side modes would be mm-mm. yeah. Um, should we go to our email? We got one yeah. email. <laughs> Not a lot of not a lot of people asking us about Resident Evil 4 VR. Unfortunate, but also understandable. Yes. Uh, this is from Mizu. Greetings, Rosin and his brand. This has been a delightful and wonderfully educational episode. I especially enjoyed. Uh, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy you say that. Uh, <laughs> the part where you talked about Leon and shooting zombies and a dog, maybe. I don't. Oh wait, I guess I did bring up the dogs. Uh, I write to you because I have a request. Could you please elaborate on what you said in reply to that last email you read? I think it's a disservice to the author to only spend so much time on what they certainly spent months drafting. If perchance this is the first email you read and I'll look like an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) This is what you get for being the only person to answer the call, Mizu. Um, I have reserved questions. Uh, Have you actually ever been terrified by a RE game or have they always been more campy or gone in a more campy slash action direction when i watched my brother play the second game i almost had a heart attack from a zombie arm coming out of a window in a corridor i feel the clunky ps1 graphics added a lot to that though have there ever been horror games that you couldn't finish because you were too scared does vr add a lot in that regard i feel like we covered a lot of that Mm -hmm. um i guess resident evil for me so i got into resident evil when i was like I want to like I want to say I was like around 13 14 like it was it was around the time all of the old Resident Evil games were like a little after all of those games had been released uh re-released again on the GameCube um like kind of like right like pre Resident Evil 5 being a thing was kind of when I got into the series um and like at that point I feel like I had been pretty you know, I was a I was a pretty nervous child, um, but by that point in my life, I feel like I was I I you know I got a good scare every now and again from the Resident Evil games, especially remake. Like I have a lot of fond memories of the getting really invested in the atmosphere and really like getting freaked out and like playing it with friends and stuff, like in a dark basement at my friend's place and just like you know getting creeped out and having a good time and like reacting and jabbing at each other when we got scared by shit or whatever. <laughs> um, but I, it's never been, like, super too, too much for me. I guess the only thing is there's, like, the part where you have to go into the room and, like, poltergeist shit starts happening, Resident Evil 7, uh, which you can see in that VR playthrough I did. Uh, I think Resident Evil 7 VR is the most I've been, like, legitimately terrified of a Resident Evil game, but even then, like, it was campy enough and it was toned down enough that I didn't have any issues again with it. I don't think there's ever been a game, like, a horror game that I was like, nope, I can't finish. Um... 
maybe when I was younger, I feel like there was a few times where I'm like, okay, I think that's enough Silent Hill for the night because it's getting late and I don't know if I can deal with it, but I'd always go back at some other point. Um, but no, I feel like the VR definitely brings a lot of that horror to the forefront um, from what I feel like Trick and I, you know, Trick and I have said, like, this game kind of at a point, like, the more you replay Resident Evil 4, the more that horror stuff kind of just mm, yeah, like, becomes more of, like... of an aesthetic that you're mm-hmm. used to. Uh, and it's just really about the action and the gameplay mechanics and stuff. But this really, like, you feel that again, which yeah, is exciting. Yeah, it brings it back. It pulls it back, which is, like, kind of interesting. Um, I guess I already talked about my experiences with, like, horror games, just the horror genre already. So, like, the only... I don't think I've ever... Well, yeah, I don't think I've ever, like, stopped playing a game and then never finished it because it was too scary. The closest thing to that I can think of was, like, when I was a kid playing Ocarina of Time, and when I got to the Forest Temple, I was probably, like, 9 or 10. That dungeon is extremely, like, just creepy. Like, how dark it is and stuff, and, like, the mood. Yeah. And, I, and I just didn't, like, finish that game. <laughs> I mean, I didn't finish the game because I don't like zelda that much but like as a kid i was like no this is too scary i don't want to do this especially with like all the ghosts and the paintings and all that some of my fondest memories of getting scared are from those zelda nintendo 64 games too Mm -hmm. that's for sure majora's Mm -hmm. mask especially has a lot of fucked up Uh, stuff there's do you know you know about the well in ocarina of time right um there's just a part I, of the game where they're like go down into this mini dungeon in this well and there's just a bunch of really fucked up shit there is really oh, oh okay okay i was like mixing that up with like the shadow temple which oddly enough didn't i mean i was a little bit older when i did the shadow temple but it didn't scare me anywhere near as much as the forest temple for some reason interesting that's yeah. interesting um but yeah, yeah i know the well you're talking about yeah 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 um man i wish that nintendo 64 online was good um, cause I really wanted to play Ocarina of Time curled up in bed and have, have a nice little November game to play. And, uh, I got to like the second dungeon and I was like, wow, this sucks. <laughs> like, Wait, so what's wrong with it? Does it just, the like... input lag, the input oh, lag is horrible. Lag? Okay. Like there were clips and videos and stuff going around. And I, I honestly, I do think that some, I, I think some of it has to do with wireless controller latency mm. differing in different parts of the game or at least like depending on people's like setups and stuff because there was a few things i tested looking at the clips and i'm like okay it's not this bad but that being said the game felt like in my experience the game felt just off enough like playing it either on my tv playing in the handheld mode like there was definitely input lag there and like it just didn't feel good and i was just like i'm not gonna play this version of ocarina of time <laughs> this is bad um yeah, Nintendo 64, the, the expansion pass ain't worth it. <laughs> I know I streamed those games, but um, playing them more, um, a lot of them are problematic. <laughs> Star Fox was fine, but, you know, and that's all I really need at the end of the day. But um, I'm uh, not going to renew myself on that, that's for sure. <laughs> what is it? I, I, yeah, I'm not particularly interested in the N64, like, expansion either. Like, it would, for me, it would just be, like, what, Paper Mario when it comes out later, and it's like, I can just emulate that. Yeah, I'm, uh, Screw I'm you, go. Nintendo, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I need to set up, uh, N60, the N64 core for RetroArch on my, uh, new laptop. I keep saying new laptop, Ooh. I've had this thing for months now, but, uh, I should, uh, I should do that. Um... And I uh, just play Ocarina that way because I'm now itching to play Ocarina of Time, and I'm like, well, the official version they gave me is dog shit, so mm-hmm. let me uh, 
you know, do that. Maybe I'll download one of them fancy HD texture packs or something, but whatever. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. that's wraps this up, I guess. Is there anything you want to end on, Trick? I think I'm good. Uh, yeah, I don't think, I mean, I don't, I don't do anything. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't have anything to plug. So, you know, I'm just yeah around. Yeah. Um, I'll have your Twitter link down below. Everyone oh, yeah. go follow Trick. Yeah. Yeah. Watch I, watch him tweet about gotcha games. <laughs> look, I don't tweet about gotcha games as much as I used to. Like <laughs> This is this is true. Like, um, I don't know. I'm I, I'm actually just getting tired. Like aside from me like rolling SSRs like some and I don't even post that like sometimes. I don't know, it depends on my mood. But like I don't know, I just retweet funny stuff or yeah. you know, stuff like that. Sometimes I talk about gotcha. Sometimes yeah. I don't. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go put in a DiGiorno pizza because I haven't eaten in a while and I'm starving. Dang. You have fun with your, your pizza. I, I will. Goodbye, everyone. All right. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Yes. Thanks for listening. I should say I should say that as the person hosting this podcast. <laughs> Whatever. Goodbye. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah, you're so ungrateful to all these people <laughs> listening to us. Hey, it's up to us to take out Umbrella. Yeah. <laughs>